Good evening, everybody. Welcome to McGurk's in Fort Washington. This is the LaSalle basketball tip-off show. Bob Long, Joe Winning, Dan Madden here alongside, and we have a very special guest, and it's the coach himself, head coach Joe Dempsey of the LaSalle College High School basketball program, ready to embark upon a brand new season. Coach, welcome. Thanks so much for being here this evening, and uh, it is a real pleasure on our end. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, thanks for having us. And uh, special shout out to you, and thanks for all you do for LaSalle Sports. This, this coverage is immeasurable, and I know that the, the students and the whole community appreciates it. So thanks for having us. A little, a little bit of a backdrop on what we do here, and you mentioned it a little bit, Coach. We provide the play-by-play -play services for the LaSalle College High School basketball program. The link that you're listening to right now, for those of us not in the restaurant, is where you can hear every one of LaSalle College High School's basketball games live on the radio. First games this weekend in State College, the Skip Coleman tip-off tournament. You've done that for a few years, and we'll have some of the key members of the basketball team up here as well. But from a coach's perspective, going up to Central Pennsylvania, facing off against some pretty good competition throughout the state of Pennsylvania, what's that do for you as a coach and, and for your players? Well, I think the first thing it does is it gets us all together away from school. It's just a great opportunity for the kids to see um, you know, what it's like to travel and just to focus as a team and bond and, and all those things that you talk about it's especially important at this time of the year that the guys just get a chance to be with each other and then you know get to know each other and um, just build those relationships that are so important in basketball because uh, as you know chemistry is very important so um, you know if the guys can be on the road together and they you know they have a lot of fun with each other and laugh and you know I think it makes those those difficult times when you're you know need to lean on each other to you know that they're able to get through that a little better. Coach, Coach, obviously a very exciting um, season coming up here. Um, coming back from a 17-6 record last year, 9-4 and four in league play. Um, for your returning players coming back from last year's, last year's team that had juniors, sophomores, and even freshmen that got playing time in minutes, um, what do you anticipate they'll take from last year's season and move forward in 2016-17? Well, you know, every every year has its challenges, Joe. That's a great question. I, I have to be honest. Last year, I was scared to death. We had graduated nine seniors. We had made two deep state playoff runs. We had lost the state championship with uh, a bunch of those guys. And I really thought we were going to be a 500 team last year. And uh, to the credit of the guys that... Um, you know, came back, the seniors last year, and, and Matt Paulus and Jared, who got a lot of playing time, and, and a couple of our younger guys that got a sprinkle. Uh, to their credit, we were 17-6, and six, and um, we went 8-1 and one in the preseason. We only lost four league games, and, um, and I think our, our sort of lack of uh, depth maybe hurt us a little bit in the playoff game, but uh, I was as proud of last year's team as as any 17 and 6 after losing nine seniors i think was was a great accomplishment now this year we only have two seniors so i'm equally scared <laughs> equally scared as you know it's all about seniors uh seniors have that urgency uh coach Fitzgerald gave me a great little quip maybe he can help me out with it here freshmen learn and sophomores make contributions and juniors start and, and seniors are stars. So, um, you know, if you follow that uh, sort of paradigm, that's <laughs> we only have two stars, and hopefully we're going to get a lot of contributions because we have a lot of kids that are going to play that are not seniors. Well, two of those kids that will be making those contributions as sophomores, Zach Chrysler is in the building tonight, Conrad Kiska as well. What was it like to get two guys like that on the floor as freshmen in very much legitimate minutes, contributing situations, uh, and what's that say about their development this year? Well, obviously they're gifted players, and um, I think what's even more important to note is they're 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 great students of the game. So um, I always tell people, you know, they, uh, this, we often have eighth graders like Zach and Conrad, and we have a really good sophomore class. But parents will ask me, you know, can my son play varsity as a ninth grader? And it's never usually a physical problem if they can't play varsity. It's can they handle all the other things? Um, 
We weight lift together. We do community service. We watch a lot of video. Um, we practice long. We have meetings. Um, we do special things like this. So uh, they're in the locker room with 18-year-olds, and, and those, those two guys especially and, and a lot of other younger guys have adapted real well because we have great op- upperclassmen that don't make the younger guys feel, um, you know, feel insignificant, and I think that's important. They've handled all the other things uh, equally as well. I want to introduce now Dan Madden. He is class of 2017. How about a little bit of hand for Dan Madden? And one of my former students, by the way, Bob, so I don't think he has any chance of getting in college. I I wrecked him pretty good (laughs) last year. Uh, with all that said, Dan Madden uh, is our very close colleague. He has done a great job with us. We wanted to bring a student on throughout the football season and now into the basketball season. And Dan, uh, true to form, he jumped right at the opportunity, hopped in the booth for game number one, and was with us all the way to the end. He's a key part of what we do and uh, wanted to introduce him. So go ahead, Dan. Yeah, Bob, thanks for the introduction there. That was great. Um, Coach Dempsey, I just have a question. Uh, I know the season has not started yet, and uh, but going through tryouts and going through their practices, what separates this team from the rest of the teams in the PCL as of now? What separates this team? Wow. Um, I don't know, Dan. I mean, it's so early to say. I'd, I'd, I'd like to think we, we had two pretty good scrimmages. I, I'm, I'm concerned about our lack of leadership and, and with only two seniors, you know, uh, and it's just natural. When you're a sophomore or junior, you're just not as urgent as you are when you're a senior. You know, I noticed today when we were practicing, Matt Paulus was really into it and Jared was really into it. And I think that's because the coaches impressed upon everybody that our season is about to start and you only have two seniors. And, and I think what's going to separate us is, is if our juniors and sophomores can act like, you know, seniors and juniors, if that makes any sense. So, um, you know, I think after Archbishop Wood and, and Newman Goretti, um, you know, those are probably the two favorites. I think the league is another tough, tough, uh, tough task. You know, so many good teams in the league. Carroll and Ryan and St. Joe's Prep and Bonner is very improved and uh, on and on and on. You know, there's, there's really nowhere to sleep, nowhere to hide. But I'd like to think what we are is the sum of our parts. So uh, hopefully or chemistry. Coach, I'd like to ask you a question about uh, the two seniors, Matt and Jared. Um, you know, looking over the past, last three seasons, uh, LaSalle has really enjoyed a lot, a lot of success and a lot of pretty, you know, big-time players you go down the list with. Um, Crump, Sean Witherspoon, Najee Walls, uh, Amar Stooks, Steve Smith, um, Shane Stark last year, Ryan McTammany. Uh, what do you... What do you anticipate that the opportunity for your seniors uh, this year, Jared and Matt, having the opportunity to have played with those type of quality of uh, that quality of talent and those leaders, how that transition in, into helping them become leaders and guide a sophomore and junior class for this year? Well, the first thing, Joe, that's a great question. The first thing I think, and anyone, any anybody who coaches at LaSalle would agree, is that we we coach great kids. We have great parents, great community. And, and what that means is that we can hold the kids accountable. You know, at some schools, you can't coach the kids as hard as you'd like. And by that, I mean, you know, if you get a kid that takes a bad shot, you need to be able to say to the kid, that's a bad shot, without feeling like, you know, you're going to be sitting in front of the principal explaining why you were hard on the kid. So, uh, you know, any parent, for that matter, wants to hold your kid accountable. If he doesn't empty the dishwasher, you want to be able to say, yo, you're not going out or you're, not, you're grounded or whatever parents do you know, that in their own home that makes them effective. I'd like to think that we hold our kids accountable. You know, when they, they're not playing hard, we're able to sit them down. And, and I, the first thing is that's what the real world is. When you don't produce, you know, you're, you're accountable and, you know, you're not going to get a raise or you're not going to get paid or you're not going to get the job. So I like to think that our guys go on and they know how to play because they've been held accountable. You know, they... You know, if we ask them to rebound, we ask them to set screens, we, we ask them to be a role player, they're able to do that. And we've had a lot of success. I, I stood in front of the parents group last week and told them, if you, if, if you are able to make it four years through our program, there's a pretty good chance you're going to be able to play college basketball. And I've been able to say that almost without exception in the last handful of years. We've had guys who have chosen to play other sports, but um, 
You know, I think of a guy like Phil Held last year, Chris Ferguson, Danny Ramoldi. Those guys chose not to play college basketball, but I, I know that I could have found a home for them if that was that was their interest. But, you know, they've chosen to play other sports, and um, Danny's playing club up at Penn State, and in Ryan and Shane's case, they're, they're both contributing already at her sinus. So that's, that's great to know. Once again, this is the LaSalle Basketball Tip-Off Show, live with head coach Joe Dempsey and the LaSalle College High School basketball team. We're live from McGurk's in Fort Washington. If you're driving around, stop on in, see us. We're here from 7 to 8 p.m., and certainly, hopefully, not the last time we're here. Now, Coach, I know we're going to have some LaSalle trivia coming up in the the latter parts of the show, so I won't give away too, too much of those, but uh, this one could have been a good trivia question because one of your former players, Darnell Artis, just today signed with the Harlem Globetrotters, and I know... Excuse me. But I know you know a little bit more about that than I do. So if you could give us the backdrop of Darnell today. Well, Coach Fitz coached them last year at Gwendolyn Mercy. We're so proud of Darnell. He, he was a kid. I mean, the, another success story from LaSalle. Did not play freshman basketball. He was in a special program when he got admitted to LaSalle. Became a really good student at LaSalle. Um, ended up playing big minutes. Be um, he, uh, he was a year older than uh, Amar Stukes, I think. And uh, by senior year, he took every big shot for us. And he can't be all of 5'6". He was, oh gosh, he was, you know, all conference, I think, two or three years at Gwinnett. Uh, coach, was he MVP? Where's Coach? Was he MVP? He was MVP of, of his league. Um, and uh, he just signed with the Globetrotters. He was a nursing major and uh, couldn't be more proud of him. He was, he's... he's exactly why uh, I get out of bed in the morning to see kids like that succeed and he gets it you know he just he lights up a room when he comes in and he's you know he can do anything he wants with his degree and his personality and uh, he became a leader and it's just tremendous to see what he's going to be able to do and he's going to get to travel the world now and be part of that long history with the Globies and um, maybe make a little money. We talked at the beginning of the show about last year's team and some of the steps that you made. Take us back, if you will, to last season. Some wonderful games. A game against Conwell League and at LaSalle is one that sticks in my mind in overtime win. What really stuck out, whether it's moment, player, situation, what stuck out about last year and what was something about that year that you won't forget? Well, I don't, I don't think people understand, and again, it's high school basketball, so we're not curing cancer here. We're not, um, you know, solving the problems in the Middle East, but it, it's really difficult not to lose a game at, a, at the high school level that you shouldn't lose, and it's not easy to win a game that you shouldn't win. So in my estimation, if you look at all the games that we lost in the league, we went 9-4. and four. We lost to the three teams ahead of us. And we lost to Archbishop Wood, who was a pretty good team. So that's pretty good. That tells me the guys listen, that they're focused, that we didn't cough any games up. Because if you cough the wrong game up in our league, you don't get a home game. And if you don't win a league playoff game, you don't go to the Plestra, and you don't get a chance at the state tournament. And um, so I think what, what stands out is that we didn't cough any of those games up. And, and with you know so few returning starters... Um, you know, zero, <laughs> uh, zero starters returning. Um, we, you know, actually Shane Stark was, so four, you know, one starter returning, but one kid that really only played any minutes was him. And, um, you know, it was, uh, you know, a tribute to the guys. Coach, um, obviously having the opportunity to speak about last year's team helps us transition into this year. We've had the opportunity to talk about um, the two seniors, but, uh, something that really stood out to me early on is uh, going through the list and uh, being able to identify that two sophomores, Conrad Kiska and Zach Chrysler, uh, both listed as captains as sophomores. Uh, what, what does an underclassman have to show you uh, as a coach to get that type of label? Well, it's leadership, Joe. I mean, that's what the captains do. Um, I, I don't. I mean, I I don't want to say I, I don't make much of the captains because I think it's a great honor, especially for two sophomores. I can't remember that we've had two sophomore captains, to be honest with you. Um, 
you know, at least as long as I've been head coach. So I think it's a tribute to those two guys. And they, they obviously, again, it, it comes back. We know they have ability. They're both Division I players. They're going to have a plethora of scholarship offers. But, it, you know, it speaks to what they're able to do in terms of uh, leading guys and setting by example and their work ethic and how hard they're, they're working on and off the court um, and the example they're setting on a, you know, a daily basis. So uh, the guys on the team have recognized that. Now they've got to live up to it. You know, now they got to be the hardest workers and the best players and, um, you know, not take a day off. And that's what all leadership is, right? Absolutely. Uh, Coach Dempsey, uh, it's, it's basically a universal quote that defense wins games, defense wins championships. So what, is your, what do you preach on defense and how do your players react to that and what do they, what do they like to do? Gotcha. By the way, does Dan have a much better radio voice than I do? I'll tell you, Bob, he's got... <laughs> I have a face for radio, and Dan has a, a, a voice for radio. Um, my philosophy, Dan, is to just let the other team score, and we're just going to try to outshoot them. So, you know what I mean? No. Um, I look at it this way. I have a, a lot of little defensive things I learned from so many good coaches, coaching with Marty Jackson uh, for so many years and studying so many, other my, so many of my assistants that I've learned things. But I like to approach it this way a couple of ways. Uh, we, we scrimmage Reading on Saturday. They have a kid, uh, Lonnie Walker, going to Miami. When I like to approach the game this way. Let's take the best player, and we know what that person does, and let's not wake up the next day saying they did that. So if the team wants to shoot threes, let's try to, you know, if we all have strengths and weaknesses. So if we took away your strength, you know, um, if you like to shoot threes and we could do our best to make you shoot twos or drive or, you know, uh, pass the ball ten times. If you want to play fast, can we make you play slow? If you want to go inside, can we double the ball and, and not allow you to do that? And I think when you try to do that at the high school level, if you can take away anybody's strength, you're going to struggle. You know, if uh, you know, football team likes to run the ball, if you can – make them throw the ball, you have a better chance because we, you have the known. So that's, uh, that's always been one of my philosophies. We study a video a lot and we scout a lot. And, um, you know, that's, that's uh, you don't want to wake up the next day having the best player had 30 points or gotten 10 threes off if you can control it. Sometimes you can't. but So that's kind of something that runs through my head as I get the guys ready for a, a team. Coach, I don't mean to stay kind of player-centric and player-focused. Yeah, but good word, Joe. You're a great English teacher. Centric. <laughs> well, uh, you must be an attorney. Another, another former student. Yeah. Um, but there's another name I, I, I've, I've heard and, and have been hearing about, um, Sean Simon, uh, transfer from um, Springside Chestnut Hill, three guard, junior. Um, what are expectations for Sean stepping in this season? Well, unfortunately, Sean, um, he twisted his ankle on Saturday at the scrimmage. Um, we're actually blessed with two transfers this year. We rarely take transfers. One, one is here tonight, Matt McMahon. Um, and, and Sean, you mentioned. Sean is coming from Springside, Chestnut Hill. His father's a LaSalle grad. Um, you know, he, uh, you know, approached us over the, the summer and wanted to, you know, pursue maybe leaving there. And we're fortunate to have him. Well, I think uh, aside from the obvious where he can shoot the ball, he's been a varsity player. And he's been experienced. You know, he um, started a lot of games as a varsity player, so he brings experience. And until you, um, you know, have actually been on the court in varsity games, you can tell the kids what it's like and explain that it's tougher and that it's, you need to be stronger and it's going to be more physical and it's going to be more intense and the players are quicker until you've been out there and, and do it. And he's done it. So that, that's what he brings. And, and uh, you know, we're blessed to have Matt as well, Matt McMahon. He shoots the ball real well. He's a heady player. He's smart. He's really poised. And, um, you know, and the challenge, honestly, for working any transfer in is for the guys um, that have been here that, you know, I take uh, very, um, what's the word, careful responsibility when we're going to welcome somebody into our program. I, you know, you want to make sure that you bring the right people and the guys that the other guys respect. And um, these two kids are, you know, great. Have been great, and uh, the guys like them, and um, you know, they're they're welcome additions to our program because they're they're doing nothing but doing the right things. 
This is the LaSalle Basketball Tip-Off Show. It's live from McGurk's in Fort Washington. The voice you hear is head coach Joe Dempsey. We appreciate his time. We'll end this segment the way we started, and then we got some trivia, and we'll get some of the LaSalle basketball players on as well. But, Coach, you start with a tournament this weekend up in State College. You're going to travel out uh, to Widener for a couple games. You're going to travel up to Allentown as well. To go up and challenge yourself in the non-conference, it's, it's very difficult in a non-league scenario to get the type of competition that you'll face in the Philadelphia Catholic League. But what about the schedule you've laid out for non-league gives you comfort and, and makes you think that you're going to learn a lot about your team to take forward? That's a great question, Bob. Uh, first thing I like to do is I like to put our guys on big floors, big college gyms, because I like to think that you know a lot of our guys are going to go on to play. So the, 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 uh, the problem with that is you don't have a lot of home games in December. So we have two home games in December. Um, one of them is the day after Christmas against Christo Ray, a, a newly formed school. Uh, we actually saw them a couple weeks ago in a, in a fall tournament. And we also play Mastery Charter at our school in an event on December 18th, I believe. But, um, you know, uh, the good thing about our schedule is, the bad news is the Catholic League only gets at the 6A level only one guaranteed state spot. And there's a second spot up for grabs. If you can be the highest-rated team, you can play the highest second-rated team in the public league. The reason I tell you that is the good news about that is your preseason schedule doesn't mean anything. The only way you can attempt to get into the state tournament and accumulate points is via the Catholic League. So we can play anybody we want. Now, you don't want to go out, and it's funny you mentioned this after all this talk about the, the Final Four in football, but it really doesn't matter who we play from a perspective of, like, we don't have to worry about getting in the state playoffs. But you do want to challenge yourself, but at the same time, you don't want to play nine non-conference games and, and have your kids, you know, go to the woodshed every night and not have confidence. So you want a, a balance of great tests and hopefully some wins in there but you know you want to test them because you're right there's nothing like um playing at newman and you know at all these other gyms at carroll going to the prep two thousand people there you, you know you just can't simulate that you mentioned new mcgretty that is a game on the schedule on the road at newman this year and and numerous other great battles to come we'll take a break right now head coach joe dempsey everybody thanks to him for coming on Coach, we'll have you on right before the end as well. Got some wrap-up comments we want to get out of you. And, of course, I know you have a, a child at Penn State that made the trip out to Indianapolis. I want to get your thoughts as well on that. But next up, senior captains, Jared Paulus. I'm sorry, Matt Paulus and Jared Stukes. I tell you, that'll be the last time I do that this year. Right. We'll be right back. Check. I got to get out there before they eat all the food. urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or C-U-P-WAWA. 
The attorneys at Hallen Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabal, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, I, you know, all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far, Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game, you promote it well. And so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. And welcome back, everybody. We're here live at McGurk's in Fort Washington. This is the LaSalle Basketball Tip-Off Show. Bob Long, Joe Winning is here. We have, from uh, from the old days, calling football, Rob Stott. Everybody, welcome to Rob. He was our color commentator there. did a great job. And as promised, on the other side of the break here, we have Matt Paulus and we have Jared Stukes, senior captains of the team. Let's start with you, Matt. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for being here. It's it's great to see you and and Jared feeling good, ready for another year of basketball. Take us through last year, if you would, as juniors playing with Shane, with Ryan, some of the seniors, and and, uh, and where you feel you are now coming off that experience. Yeah, it was a great group of guys that we had on last year's team. We had a, I think we had a pretty successful season. We went seventeen and six, but ended up falling short to Ryan. A game away from the palestra. Uh, I'm, they, we graduated a lot of seniors, just me and Jared right now. I think we grew a lot mm-hmm. as leaders over the summer. We've been working with the younger guys, and we've been really having some great practices, two good scrimmages, and we're ready, ready for this weekend. And Matt, keep that mic nice and close to your mouth here so we can get the folks in the back. But uh, Matt and Jared, you're going to be the backcourt, so we'll keep it with you again here, Matt. Uh, being the backcourt for a LaSalle basketball program uh, is something that takes on a lot of responsibility. A team that prides itself on, on ball control, prides itself on ability to run plays. Uh, you know, what does that mean to be a senior leader of a LaSalle backcourt? Definitely. We, we, we're the guys that uh, push the pace, have to slow it down. Uh, everything starts and goes with us. We've got to be tough on defense, take good shots, and set everybody else up. Joe? Jared, yeah, I had a question for Jared. Uh, you know, one of the things I was really impressed with last year, seeing the majority of the games, was um, was your ability to finish at the basket. Um, a couple games come in mind in particular. 
the one most glaringly in my mind was, was at Carroll. Um, this is kind of a, maybe more of a generic question for you, but how would, how would you describe your game and how it's changed or, or matured since you've arrived at LaSalle? Um. <laughs> Tough question? Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I think my jump shot has improved a lot. Actually, a lot of teams like to peg it in because I wasn't the best shooter, but now I think I improved on my jump shot. And we can spread teams out now. And, um, you know, coming back from getting, get, getting some playing time as a sophomore, getting extensive minutes as a junior, and now being one of, of two seniors, um, what, what do you consider, in addition to your on-court responsibilities, your role as, as, like I said, one of two seniors on this team? Um, leadership. Like, Coach Dempsey is big on me and Matt as leaders. And last year we had Dan Ramodi and Shane Stark as leaders, but now it's just the weight is on me and Matt, so just leadership. And if I can jump a quick question into Matt too, um, I think you know one of your one of the areas that any coach or, or anybody watching recognizes is your ability uh, to shoot the ball, stretch out, stretch out defenses. Um, what what steps or, or or what would you say you attribute to that? Just practice or yeah, I, over the summer, I just try to get up as many shots a day, whether that's going like the YMCA, getting in the uh, gym at LaSalle. I mean, we, I talk to like the guys, Zach and Conrad and all the guys. We try to get in the gym and shoot together as much as possible. And I think that's a big reason why we're a pretty good shooting team this year. Matt Paulus, Jared Stukes alongside here as we do the LaSalle basketball tip-off show live from McGurk's in Fort Washington. Matt, we'll stay with you here as well. Uh, not time to look forward because you're just embarking upon your senior campaign, but we understood uh, or understand that you've made a decision on playing your college ball and, uh, and you're going to play with your friends uh, Shane Stark, Ryan McTamney at Ursinus College. What led to that decision? Uh, I felt most comfortable with the team. I love the coaches. Uh, I think it's a great group of guys and they're building something special up there. It will always be awesome to uh, play with my old teammates. And I'll be excited to see you, too. For, for those that don't follow me outside of my coverage of LaSalle, I, I do play-by-play -play services for Swarthmore. So the Swarthmore-Garner team had a nice year last year. So we'll see you twice a year, Matt, and, and I'm very much looking forward to that. This weekend. I mean, on Wednesday they play them. Yep. That's right. That's exactly right. That'll be a very big game. So we move forward now to the upcoming season. Up in State College, you'll play Skip Coleman tip-off tournament. We asked Coach Dempsey about this before you guys came on, but as guys that have made that trip, what's that like? What's that atmosphere like, getting up there early? You know, State College, a real hotbed for athletics as a whole, high school and college. And to get really your first look at your teammates in a game situation, to do that up there, what's that experience been like, and what do you expect this weekend? It's, it's always a great tournament. There's great teams up there. Uh, it's also a good time for us to all bond as a team, and uh, we, we've become pretty close up there. And, um, yeah, it's always great. This would be a question for, for both, both seniors here. I'm interested to hear uh, your take on the question. Um, I think it was stated earlier, and... and um, that Newman and Wood are kind of seen as being ahead early in the preseason, but that doesn't mean a whole lot once the season tips off. What games do you guys have uh, circled on the calendar um, that you're most looking forward to? Or, you know, maybe it's a prep game. I don't, I don't know. But what games do you have in mind that you're really looking forward to the most? Uh, obviously, I'm, we're, I'm, we're looking forward to the prep game. I play AAU with a lot of guys on Wood, so I'm, I'm excited to get after it against them and – Newman's one of the top teams in the country, so that'll be a big one too. Um, I'm looking forward to towards the Newman game. Uh, they beat up on us last year, and I, I think we have a chance to uh, play them a lot better this year. Yeah, those are those are phenomenal games, and I know we'll be looking forward to those as well. And for those out there that can't be in the building that day, you know where you can listen to them. That's on uh, BLS BobLongSports.com. You can follow us on Twitter as well. And I know you guys will be ready for those games. Uh, take us back two years ago, the Newman-Gretti game. Now, last, last year you said you know, maybe they got the best of you, but two years ago I believe both of you guys were in the building and on the team and, and getting some looks during the LaSalle-Newman-Gretti game. Now, that was two years ago, am I right, when, they, yep. when you guys shocked 
Uh, Newman Granny out of its 60-plus game winning streak on your home floor. 63? Yeah, I think, game, I think that was three year years ago. Game, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, but, I mean, that was when you guys were youngsters. And so what you see is seniors that are now playing in college. But when you see that type of atmosphere, that type of victory, that type of stepping up before it is your time, like you said, you know, does something like that do anything for you as a young player? Yeah, we've had an opportunity to play with a lot of college basketball players and be on some great teams. We were on a state championship team freshman year, Palestra team freshman and sophomore year. So we've been, we've been playing in some big, uh, big environments, and we're, we're ready for the challenge this year. This is kind of more of an, uh, like a big-picture type question, but um, obviously throughout the year I'm sure you noticed that a lot of grade schoolers come out to see LaSalle High School basketball play. A lot of grade school kids would like to be able to put on the blue and gold for the Explorers. Um, having been through the program now, entering your fourth season, what type of advice would you have for sixth, seventh, eighth grade uh, basketball players that want to play in the Philadelphia Catholic League, play for LaSalle, and play for Coach Dempsey? Uh, yeah, the Catholic League's one of the best leagues in the country, and LaSalle's also one of the best programs in the state. We learn a lot not just about being a basketball player for the side, but also about being a man. I think I've definitely matured the past four years as both a basketball player and as a person. And uh, all the coaches, Coach Dempsey, Coach Brown, all of them, they're going to help you become the best basketball player you can. Um, yeah, we got you now. There you go. That one wasn't on, but you got it now. Uh, it's always great playing in the Catholic League. And um, younger players just can look forward to playing in a great league like this. So I know there's been some softball questions so far, but with Coach Dempsey out there <laughs> sitting now, he doesn't have a mic in front of him. So, I, you know, now you guys have the mics and you get to talk about Coach Dempsey. So give me something that, you know, about Coach Dempsey. What makes him, what, what makes him a good coach in your eyes? What, what have you guys learned from him uh, just being on the team for as long as you have now as seniors? Looking back over the four years, what, what can you say about uh, what, what you've taken away from Coach uh, I think the in- intensity brings and the passion he has for the, the game. And he's always going to uh, put you in the best position possible no matter the team. Uh, we, we always think that we're going to be in the game. Um, is this one? I learned um, never to talk while he's talking. He'll make you do 10 push-ups. <laughs> um, but uh, he's, very, he's very big on culture, and uh, he's just a great coach. There you go. Matt Paulus, Jared Stooks, thanks so much for coming on. Great to have you guys. Thank you. Two of the senior leaders of this team. And uh, what we'll do now before our next break is let's get into some trivia. So we're going to get the audience involved now. We'll have Joe Winning start with our first question here. And we got lots of LaSalle basketball swag um, for, those, uh, for those that get the answers right. And for those of you listening online, well, unfortunately, you can't win, but uh, if you tweet at us, at Bob Long Sports, we'll, we'll give you the credit, the uh, you know, little fist bump uh, electronically, if you will, for, for getting these answers right. But, Joe, take it away, my friend. I believe these questions were, uh, were drawn up by, by Coach Dempsey. There's some, there's some, Coach Fitz? All right. Thank you, Coach. Well, um, oh, this is a tough one. All right, let's see what we got. Name at least two sets of brothers that play on the same LaSalle playoff team together there's one we got one answer the, the audience is so we got one in the books not on the answer but a definite def- Definitely accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's one that I'm uh, tremendous three-point shooter, played overseas, uh, tough. There we go. We got an answer over there. What do we get? Stanton is correct. All right, so we got how many winners do we have? We got one, two. Eh, we got a couple. People threw out different answers. We got Dan Madden with the swag, and uh, Coach, he's going to be liberal with the swag, so hopefully that's okay. <laughs> Question number one, congratulations to our winners. It's okay to applaud for that as well. Nice job, guys. 
All right, because <clears throat> this question's actually got it, it's fun because of uh, who we have up here. Name at least two former LaSalle High School basketball players who have gone on to play at LaSalle University. There's one. Amar Stokes is one. Come on. Craig Conlon is, an, is another one. That's right. Joe Mahalix, there you go. Who else we got? Anybody else want to throw one out there? Yes, Tom Gola. Yes, sir. Hey. Tom Gola is correct. By our man Jared, who's still up here on stage. Yes. Should we keep going with the trip? All right, well, that's, that, those are enough answers. I don't All know right. how many we were looking for, but the answer is it's a lot. It's been a great pipeline, so well done all there. Do we want to name, we got another one? or One more before break, Joe. Bring us home. <laughs> okay, name the two graduates of LaSalle College High School who have been named to the top 50 players in NBA history. We got an answer over there. Yes, sir. Paul Arizon is right. And Tom Gola is correct. Very good. More My swag. dad's got this thing rigged, though. I think he's answered every single one of them. So you can just, you don't have to give him, give, give him a shirt or something. He's <laughs> All right. Well, there, there we go. That's some trivia for this segment. We're going to take another break, come back on the other side, talk more LaSalle College High School basketball live on the tip-off show. Here from McGurk's in Fort Washington. Thanks to our great crowd here so far. Bob Longjo winning Rob Stott here. And we'll be back on the other side. Stay tuned. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287. 9292 or CUP Wawa. Mark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Lmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabaugh, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, I, you know, of all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game, you promote it well. And- so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 
215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Welcome back to McGurk's in Fort Washington. Thanks, everybody, for coming out once again. A great crowd here for the LaSalle basketball tip-off show. Bob Long, Joe winning. We got Dan Madden alongside as well, class of 2017. We got two special guests on hand right now. We have Alex uh, Brown, Bernie Fitzgerald, and uh, very excited to have the both of you on. Yep, you don't need to have those headphones on, but certainly can. And um, as long as you can hear me, that's great. But let's start with Coach Fitzgerald. First of all, welcome back to the program. How's it feel to be back? Bob, I've been telling a lot of people I'm back to where I belong. I'm enjoying every second of it. You know, I remember playing in the 70s and then coaching through the 90s. And, um, you know, this, you know, last couple of years of um, the next couple of years, I'm, you know, want to try and use all the things that I brought that I found and learned through the years, you know, away from LaSalle and make the program a better program. I guess. Uh, good. Um, I think this is, this is kind of a, a statement for, for both coaches, and I'm just interested in your reaction to it. Um, I think a lot of times it's, it's the assistant coaches that develop the strongest individual ties to individual players as you work through drills together um, and develop that camaraderie. Um, obviously, the basketball part aside, um, what is it that, that you strive to teach the players, whether it's as, as you've seen them grow from freshman now, in a junior, sophomore, seniors, what is it that you try to impart on your on your players in your roles? Well, Bernie and I have both been head coaches, so we understand both sides of it. And you know, Coach Dempsey talks about this a lot that it, he has to be overseeing everybody, and he has to be the bad guy. Sometimes it's easy for us to be the friend and 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 be the guy that that boosts uh, a kid's ego. And we're we're both teachers in the building too and that that goes a long way um, I think Matt talked about it when he was up here I mean it's it's much more than just basketball you know ultimately there's a W or the L in the paper the next day but I mean it's really about these guys building relationships and sitting out there and having fun together and you know hopefully we're going to be 2-0 and after the weekend but whatever our record is our experience together is, is going to be a long go a long way towards a successful year this year. This is a question for uh, Coach Fitzgerald. Uh, I know you coach at Gwinnett Mercy University as a head coach there, and you're getting acclimated to the high school coaching level now. What do you see differences in coaching the college level to the high school level? Well, a, a number of differences, at least in game strategy, offensively. I, I see um, in college when you run an offense, you have to get to your second, third, maybe in fourth option in an offense, and in high school, you might not have to get that deep into an offense, although it's still good to get that deep. Mostly, though, um, the level of competition, although I think at LaSalle this year we are handling that, but in practice, you can't take a day off in practice in the college level because there's someone right there that's a very good player that if you take an easy day, they're going to take your spot. Now, I've been impressed the last two to three weeks where – I feel the same is happening at LaSalle, that we have uh, a, a five. We, have, we can go pretty deep in our bench and, not, and have people pushing the starters for the spot and for their minutes. I don't think that the full five, minute, um, the five of the starting lineup is set as of right now because of the competition going on with, uh, in the midst of, the, of practices. 
coach coaching at the college level. Uh, you see what it takes to succeed on that level. We talked with Coach Dempsey in the first part of the show about it, but you've spent a lot of time in the Philadelphia Catholic League and then at the college ranks as well. How do you feel that the Philadelphia Catholic League prepares a basketball player for succeeding in college, and why would that be the case? Every Catholic League co- player that I've had and coached in the next level, let's give you an example. Brian Hennessy from Father Judge. Uh, Darnell Artis from LaSalle. Right? The fundamentals of the game do not have to be taught. Their defensive positioning, their, I mean, it's almost as if they come from right from a basketball camp and have all the, the fundamental issues of uh, shooting, taking the right shot, and and knowing where to where to be in certain positions and balancing the court, they're all. You can get to the next level of teaching basketball relying on them knowing their fundamentals. Next question here is for is for Alex. And uh, moving from junior varsity to varsity, and Joe touched on a little bit moving up with those players. But what have you seen about and with some of those players that you coached at the junior varsity level that are going to make this program successful in their last two or three years here? Uh, and will also be able to push that tradition forward to those that will come after them. We're, we're asking a lot of our young guys. I mean, you talked about it with Matt and Jared. There's only two seniors, so um, we're lucky to have Matt McMahon and Sean Simon with us as well. But, you know, my JV team from last year is is essentially the, the, the bulk of, of um, the varsity team this year, and it was six freshmen on a JV, it was a very unusual, unusual year, and um, you know guys like Jack Rothenberg and Luke Baldini that started out last year, kind of overwhelmed. Honestly, um, are going to make huge contributions uh, for us this year. You know, Alan Powell is another one. I mean, he started um, on the JV from from day one, but um, you know we need these guys to not play like sophomores, to not play like like young guys, and uh, I, I'm confident in them and, and a lot of other guys that I haven't mentioned as well, being able to step up and um, really contribute for us. And I have another question for Coach Brown. That would be, you know, having the opportunity for the past three years to see some of the young talent across the Philadelphia Catholic League. Um, you know, we talked earlier about, you know, Newman on paper looking like an early favor to get down to the – down to the pleasure for the Final Four. Uh, but what are, based on, on what you've seen over the past three years, what other teams and have the type of talent that might put them in the position to vie for one of those Final Four spots? That's a tough question. I mean, I, I think we have a, a, a slightly different model than a lot of other schools who are bringing in a ton of new talent every year where, where we have guys that are building and developing through, you know, even the freshman uh, program and, and, and the JV program. Um, you know, obviously Newman and Wood are, are going to be really good. Um, I'm trying to think who else. St. Joe's Prep had, had some decent guys on the JV. You know, they have a similar model to us, I think. Um, you know, Carroll had some good young players on the, on the JV team as well, and, and, and they're always going to be tough. I mean, the, the, there are not a lot of easy nights in the Catholic League, and, and I saw that last year as, you know, our JV team took a few lumps. But, um, you know, I, I think there's, there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of young talent throughout the league as well. This is the LaSalle Basketball Tip-Off Show. Closing minutes here from McGurks. And a few more questions for you guys. Uh, I want to ask this to, to both of you. So first Alex and then Coach Fitzgerald. This question is probably better posed regarding a player that's already graduated, a coach, uh, player you've coached through the high school ranks. Is there a player or players that you felt over his four years as a basketball player has improved maybe more so than, than the next guy, a guy that you really saw take steps and benefit from the LaSalle basketball program? And if so, who would that be? The name that comes to mind immediately is Ryan McTammany. Um, I had a special relationship with last year's seniors because my last year as freshman coach, that was my team. I had Ryan and Phil and, and Danny Ramoldi for two years on the JV as well. Um, so obviously, I, you know, the, 
those would be the first two. I mean, Ryan was, was the best player on the freshman team, struggled a little bit as a sophomore, was then the best player on the JV team, and turned into a, one of the best players in the Catholic League. And then kind of his, his opposite uh, um, uh, personality, I guess, is Danny Romoldi, who, you know, if you ask a ton of guys, you know, who was, was the key to our success last year, Danny might not be one, two, three, four, five name, but, you know, Coach Dempsey brought him up today in practice. He, he's a guy that we are really missing because it wasn't about the number of shots he got. It was about doing all the little things, bringing the toughness. So, um, you know, he's somebody else that, that worked his way up through the program, and we have none of our success last year without, without, without him. Same question to Coach Fitzgerald. You really hit a nerve um, for me on, you know, watching a young man mature. It's probably one of the top two reasons why I wanted to return to high school, to watch a kid come in as a 14-year-old, 13, 14-year-old, and then graduate by the time he's now 18 or, you know, 18 years old. You now have watched um, him move through his adolescence and become someone ready for college. And that really is a joy to me to watch as a teacher at LaSalle. Um, I, I can't. I mean, the guy that comes to mind, although I haven't been there the last number of years, um, but uh, Matt Crozier was a, came to us as a sophomore in high school, transferred in. Um, wonderful, wonderful young man. But I saw him as a 15-year-old, a little immature, unable to maybe take some cr- constructive criticism. And then as he matured into his senior year, was a force in the league. I know he matured as a person and as a student and was a really great player for John Carroll University until, you know, his, his, uh, you know, he was tragically, you know, in a horrible accident, but he really developed into a fine young man, and that's really what you want to happen within your program and see, to see that development. And uh, I want to bring it back to the team this year. We had mentioned it before. How vital is it for a coach to have a relationship with his players, and how does that relate to the team chemistry this year? Trust is the number one ingredient to a relationship between the coach and his team. They need to trust you, and you need to trust them. And oftentimes, it's not all happy-go-lucky friendship. Oftentimes, when you play your role, you have to be the hard, hard-line guy, and sometimes, you know, you have to, a player has to take some, some criticisms. But knowing that all that is going to make you a better team is the, the number one issue. And I think that trust ingredient has got to be, you know, and I think consistency and stability in a program with Coach Dempsey and, and uh, Coach Brown and Coach Zanio and the, the, the in-the-hallway teacher-coach model really helps develop that, that trust. Coach Fitz, i got to ask you a quick one. Uh, are you still getting involved in the uh, faculty-student runs at all? Well, you'll have to ask your moderator here, wondering if, if I do or not. Because I, I don't like to win and tell, so oh. I won't talk about the games on Friday mornings at all. Yeah, I, I recall some of those tough battles. He doesn't tell because he doesn't win. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, that is great. Well, a final question for you here, and it really comes back to, to what's very, very important is a program like this doesn't succeed without great players doesn't succeed without great coaches and certainly does not succeed without great fans and you see some of them here tonight uh, you know enough to to fill up a room here at McGurk's in our first ever radio show we know these numbers uh, will only pick up from here but it's it's a really nice turnout we're excited that everybody was here take it to the gym at LaSalle how about those fans that come out pack the gym for these games you know what do they mean to you as coaches uh, you know, the players can answer uh, on a subsequent show, but what it means to them from what you can tell to play in front of a packed gym, uh, a basketball frenzied clientele, a, a listener base, or watch a, f- uh, you know, a fan base. There, there's nothing better than, than when our gym is packed. Uh, our student section is tremendous. It's, it's unbelievable to see alums, both the guys that I, we, we've had a chance to coach over the past, you know, 10, 20 years, um, and, and, and just the, the alums in general, but our, our fan base is tremendous, and and I think these guys uh, live, you know, uh, thrive from it, and, and 
And frankly, I, I've coached with Coach Dempsey. This is my 12th year. I, I think he, he thrives on it too. I, I, it's, it's fun to see him get a little excited because, you know, there's an energy in the gym. Um, there's some nights we have to bring our own energy. That'll be the case up in State College <laughs> this weekend. But it's, there's nothing better uh, than a big game. The silent night is, is something special. Um, you know, I'm excited for it. We are as well, and we are very excited to have been able to join all of you folks and the LaSalle basketball team and coaches for our first LaSalle basketball tip-off show with Coach Dempsey, and, and great to have some of the players and the assistants up here as well. Thanks to you, the fans who came out and supported us, and we'll be doing this again real soon. A reminder, Joe Winning and I are your broadcast team this year, along with Dan Madden, class of 2017. Come on up to us after the show. Say hello to us. We'll be making some rounds as well. But, again, if you ever cannot make it to a basketball game, if you've got relatives that live you know, on this coast, on the West Coast, overseas, wherever, let them know that they can listen to the LaSalle basketball games live at Bob Long Sports, and that Twitter handle is at Bob Long Sports. We'll see you soon, folks. Have a great night. Thanks for being here.